So what are the top cybersecurity concerns of healthcare CIOs for 2015? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with someone who can offer some insight into what's worrying healthcare CIOs the most when it comes to cybersecurity and other information security related issues this year. Chuck Christian is CIO at St. Francis Hospital in Columbus, Georgia. Chuck was just named new chairman of the College of Healthcare Information Management Executives or CHIME and an association of healthcare CIOs. Hi Chuck. Hey, good morning. How are you this morning? Good. Thank you so much for joining us, and congratulations on you being named Chairman of Chime. Well, thanks very much. It's a it's a great honor. I'm humbled by the, the fact that I'm able to serve in this capacity. So now, Chuck, as you talk to your fellow healthcare CIOs, what's most worrisome to them when it comes to information security and privacy challenges in this new year? Well, I mean, I think if you just follow the regular press, I mean, you you know, we've just recently had the, the Sony attack, and it seems that you know the, the hackers are getting far more sophisticated. And if you if you read the trade press, particularly around healthcare information technology, there are a lot of breaches that occur, and a lot of those have been have occurred because of laptops being lost and those type of things. But one of the interesting things, the young lady who was the the CIO of the White House during the Bush administration. And I can't call her name, but one of the things that uh, she mentioned was is that the average number of days that code is actually within in the system uh, is better than it used to be. It was at 297 days, now it's down to 257 days. That means that somebody's already breached the system and their code is sitting there until somebody finds it later on down the road. So I think that we're all very concerned about the possibilities and making sure that we're being diligent, we're following the prudent practices. And we also know that threats change over time. And, you know, how can we ensure that the, the data that we've been entrusted with is secure and uh, someone's not looking at it inappropriately? And the threats are just as large from inside as well as outside. So for those of us who are just focusing on external threats, we also need to consider the internal threats as well. Are there any particular things that healthcare CIOs should be doing to bolster their defenses against the, these emerging cyber threats? Are there certain technologies, best practices, or processes that you think should be implemented more widely, perhaps, in the healthcare sector by CIOs? Well, keep in mind that I'm not a security professional by education or training, but I've been doing, you know, uh, information technology healthcare for about 30 years. And so, you know, there's not, not one thing that we have to do. In order for us to secure the data that we have, we have to have a blended uh, strategy. And blended means there's a variety of things. Of course, you have to have policy in place. You have to make sure that your, your staff and teams are educated. The regular employees are educated. You have to audit that to make sure that the education is sticking. You have to have the routine things like uh, your network access control. You have to have firewalls and encryption. And you need to make sure that any mobile data, when it's it can be taken out of the organization, is encrypted and in, ensure those. And you have to test and audit those to make sure those policies. So it's not just one or two things. It is a variety of things that, that we must do. It's kind of like network technology. It used to be, you know, the, the T1 lines were great, but uh, now we're, you know, we're running at 10 gig in order to move the, the data around. So I think, we, you know, we have to continually learn and be diligent about what is going to occur 
so we can be prepared for that. Uh, you know, it's kind of like you can't wait until the barn burns down to take the horse out. You have to get the horse out uh, beforehand. So now the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT is working on a 10-year roadmap that focuses on interoperability and secure health data exchange. What would you like to see in that plan that would make it easier and achievable for healthcare providers to actually securely exchange health data nationwide? Well, I mean, I think if you look out there, they just need to be standard-based to make sure that we can meet those. I'm sure there's going to be some new things out there, but if you look at the NIST framework that's already in place, you know, if you can follow that, then your organization is going to be fairly well secure. Of course, that's, once again, that's in my my humble non-security professional uh, standpoint, but we already have quite a bit of framework out there. I'm really glad that the uh, ONC is looking at this because it, it, with their office's attention on it, it just kind of raises the, the level of importance of cybersecurity up to where it really needs to be. As I mentioned as we began, is just look at some of the things in the, in the press is that the cyber threats are going to be far, far more frequent than they have been in the past. I mean, when you when you have uh, Hollywood is bringing up a new, you know, CSI, and it's going to be about cybercrime. So you, you know that when the people are doing the television shows are, are raising it to a level, it's going to get more and more press and importance. So now, Chuck, are there any programs or new activities planned by CHIME around health IT security and privacy issues that you might be able to tell us a little bit about? Well, one of the things that we've been working on is we realized in talking to our membership that there was definitely a gap in organizations that were focused specifically on cybersecurity. And so working with our memberships, and we created a, a new organization. It's, it's called the Association for Executives in Healthcare Information Security, and it's a specific focus on healthcare. And it, it is a separate organization from CHIME, and it focuses just on those security items. We've got a lot of members uh, in our foundation firms and others that are very well educated in these areas that can can help us provide the, the additional training and education for our members and their members' teams. I mean, I've got a, a member of my team that is, is a member of that organization, and I think it's become more important. And one of the things that we hope to do is in order to provide those areas of, of education where, you know, standard best practices and also create resources for, uh, for people to go and learn what they really truly need to do and how to set up their programs. Some of the smaller facilities in, this, in the country really can't afford full-time security personnel. And so they're, we're you know, trying to figure out ways of augmenting their staff with the appropriate education and expertise so they can ensure that their organizations are as, as secure as the larger organizations who can afford that without total dependence upon the system vendors or the application vendors to provide that expertise for them. Chuck, in your role as CHIME chairman, what are some of your goals, especially as they relate to information security and privacy? What we're doing is wanting to make sure that we educate our, our membership on security and other things. The other thing is we're partnering with ONC and several other agencies in Washington to lend our expertise both on the security side and all other topics related to interoperability and those things from an operational standpoint about what we've seen and how we can help and offer suggestions, ensuring that you know, we 
we don't break the bank. There's a lot of things we could do, and the question is what should we do to ensure that we're, we're providing the, the appropriate level of partnership uh, to those to the federal agencies. And so, I mean, for me, that's one of the goals is to continue what we've been doing and continue those partnerships that we've created with other professional associations and with the folks in Washington and other places that will let us help be the voice of our membership during that process. Now, you mentioned earlier that a lot of smaller organizations don't have a dedicated chief information security officer. For those organizations that do within healthcare, you know, those that have both a chief information security officer and also a CIO, how would you say the challenges differ when it comes to privacy and security that they both need to tackle? Well, I think it's probably going to be a matter of focus. I mean, security is far more than just the technology. There is a a lot to be done related to policy, education, and partnering with the organization uh, because how you go about educating folks in physician practices are a little bit different than how you go about educating people in the hospital. You know, the processes are very similar, but the things you need to look for, particularly around social engineering and those type of things, is is much different, and so we have to ensure that. So when I say it's a, it's a matter of focus is, you know, the healthcare CIOs, is, this position has progressed over the course of my career. It's gone from one of, you know, general technology to one more of strategy and operational ideas and items in order to ensure that we're using the technology appropriately. And so I think that they have to work hand-in-hand together to make sure that, you know, if you're going to roll out a new technology, it's done appropriately and the information will be secure. But then you have the chief security officer who's also going to be out there looking at, you know, the legacy things and working with those departments to ensure that we're not creating gaps and things aren't being inappropriately opened up or making sure that folks aren't inadvertently or purposely stealing information from the organization. So their focuses are, even though there's some overlap, uh, there is definitely some differences of focus. So now, besides your new leadership position at Chime, as I mentioned earlier, you're also CIO at St. Francis Hospital in Columbus, Georgia. In that role, are there any top information security-related projects or priorities that you have planned for 2015 that you can tell us a little bit about? And also, at your organization, is there a chief information security officer, or are you sort of that as well? Well, our size organization, I'm kind of both, but I, I do have a a member of this, actually two members of the team that are adjunct, if you will, that are working on a variety of things. You know, our, I think our biggest thing is to ensure that our security programs pass muster. We've been working on them for quite some time, and because the threats change, you have to stay after it. We have some new education that we're rolling out to our associates uh, in the organization. So, you know, it's not one of those things. Security programs are not something where it's one and done. You just have to continue to refocus on it and do re-education and, and be that internal resource uh, to to folks as we as the organizations change. I mean, St. Francis is no different than a lot of organizations. Is because the the way that we're providing healthcare and healthcare is changing, then we have to change internally of how we provide the technology and partner with those departments and other business units to do some of stuff. And so. At St. Francis, we're just doing what we need to do, number one, to ensure the the uh, security of the data as it flows and as it rests. Uh, the other thing is making sure that as we bring others into the organization, uh, we get out to those physician practices or other entities and work with them 
to bring them up to speed if they're not already, and also to learn from them what they've been doing as well. Finally, Chuck, to wrap up, is there one particular cyber threat facing the healthcare sector that you think is going to be most worrisome to healthcare organizations in 2015? Well, I mean, there are many that are out there that cause me concern, both internally and externally. Folks will inadvertently click on a file. I think if if you look at uh, Sony, more than you know, I don't know exactly. I haven't studied that enough to know exactly how that that threat got inside of their systems. But that is one good way of doing it. So I think that making sure that people know that. They, what they can and, and cannot do is like opening email from somebody you don't know or and, uh, and if you look at the spam filters, the things that are out there. So I, like I said, I don't think there's just one thing we need to worry about. We Our radar needs to be up uh, for in a variety of areas to make sure that uh, we, we have the, the cyberspace covered. But I also think that we need to continue to educate ourselves about what the threats that are out there and what's what's going to be coming. Uh, and so we can you know keep focused on it and be mindful and be top of mind. Thanks, Chuck. I've been speaking to CIO Chuck Christian, the new chair of Chime. I'm Marian Kolbasak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.